0: guys my name is dr simone thank you so much for coming back to my channel tonight i wanted to make another episode of health bites um if this is your first time on this podcast um i make a lot of health and wellness podcasts um sometimes i make um sessions that are you know much longer and then occasionally i do this um New thing on my podcast called Health Bites. Um, The goal with every one of my podcasts is to give you information that has been backed by scientific research, by scientific data, um, you know, peer-reviewed data that has been published in scientific and clinical journals. I do not provide any anecdotal evidences. I stay away from that. Um, A lot of times I will share articles that I have had published in medical and clinical journals. And sometimes, um, you know, oftentimes I bring out, um, you know, research that has been published by different colleagues of mine um, in the field of health and wellness. Uh, So with that being said, tonight, I want to talk to you a little bit about the health benefits of capsaicin and preventing cancers or treating cancers. Um, And again, this is a short episode of Health Bites, um, so... Hopefully, um, I plan on giving you uh, quick information on capsaicin in this episode. Before I begin, as always, uh, simple disclaimer, this is meant to be an educational session. Um, Please be sure to check with your health professional or with your doctor before you make any changes to your diet, um, your routine, your lifestyle, your medication. Okay, so let's talk about capsaicin. So what is capsaicin? Capsaicin is the main ingredient that is found in chili peppers, which is what makes those peppers spicy. Okay. But capsaicin is also essentially one of the strongest clinical factors that can help with preventing a lot of diseases in the body. And again, these things have been tested and have been studied, um, you know, so and there are long studies. Um, There's a study that that has been going on for about seven years looking at the benefits of capsaicin. Now, remember, capsaicin or chili peppers have been used by a variety of cultures to prevent a variety of health issues. For example, in the Native American culture, um, capsaicin is often used, um, you know, often rubbed on the gums of people who have, you know, some type of toothache or dental issues. You know, um, a lot of Southeast Asian populations, you know, they consume a lot of capsaicin in their diet. So there's a lot of studies. In fact, the World Health Organization claims that certain types of cancers and certain types of health issues seem to be much less in those populations um, that typically have a lot of capsaicin in their diet. So how does capsaicin do all of the different functions or perform all of the anti-inflammatory functions? So to begin with, the main function or the main route that capsaicin uses to perform the anti-inflammatory functions in the body is what it does is it binds with a cellular receptor in the body. This receptor is known as the TRPV1 receptor. Essentially what happens is once capsaicin binds with this receptor, the signals in the brain are sort of switched on. Once that signal in the brain is triggered, the anti-inflammatory sort of action or cascade of events will begin a chain reaction in the body. And that kicks in that healing property of capsaicin within the body, okay? So again, as I said before, capsaicin has been studied and found to be a very powerful anti-inflammatory. It can also enhance mood. And it does that by pumping endorphins once it binds to that receptor that we talked about earlier. Now, capsaicin is also, uh, or chili peppers, I should say, are also you know, rich in antioxidants because chili peppers have a lot of vitamin C, they have a lot of vitamin E, they have carotenoids in them. So capsaicin is also then communicating with all of these other nutrients that are found in chili pepper and then exuding the health benefits in the body by sort of triggering that receptor and turning on that signal in the brain. Okay, Um, But let's bring it back to the main goal of this session of Health Bites, which is understanding the relationship between capsaicin and treating cancers. Like I said before, the World Health Organization uh, stats show that the connection between populations that consume a lot of capsaicin and reduce rates of cancer and death from cancer. And how is that possible? There's been a huge, long study that was conducted a few years ago um, in conjunction with Howard University, and it was published in the British Medical Journal. And it showed that essentially capsaicin can reduce or help prevent or even treat heart disease, respiratory issues, and cancer. Now, the exact mechanism that, used, that is used by capsaicin to sort of help treat and prevent cancers is known as apoptosis. So what is apoptosis? It is essentially, in simple language, our body's way of preventing and or destroying certain cancer cells and mutations in the body. It's sort of like a programmed cell death that happens or programmed death of cancer cells that our body employs Um, for most of us. And this is also basically the mechanism used in cancer treatment, which is chemo or radiation, which is essentially to cause that cell death uh, of that cancer cell. And that's really what uh, capsaicin does. That's the mechanism it uses, apoptosis. So if you read or have read about apoptosis, you will see that that's one of the best ways the body can deal with mutations and can sort of, you know, turn over all of these cells and get it flushed out of the system. And that is what studies have shown that capsaicin is very capable of doing and has been doing for years in people who consume a diet rich in chili peppers. Now, after having heard this podcast, I don't want you to go jump and start having a lot of chili peppers. Remember, at the top of this conversation, I mentioned that this is meant to be an educational session. So if you suffer from acid reflux, you have gut issues, you are on certain types of medications, you want to understand that a lot of these herbs and spices are no different than medication. As I said at the beginning, they bind with receptors in the body and they induce their effects on the brain and the rest of the body. So if you're taking some type of medication or you have some type of health issue, then maybe chili peppers might not be uh, the best route for you. Um, but also keeping in mind uh, that um, chili peppers are best consumed or sort of capsaicin is best, is most effective and consumed with some uh, certain types of good fats. Um, capsaicin is a fat-soluble substance, and so which means that it can only be absorbed in the bloodstream and be able to bind to the receptor when it is combined with some type of olive oil or coconut oil or even sprinkling it on some, t- on some avocado and putting it on a toast. So wanting to make sure that you understand that. Um, the next thing to understand about capsaicin, it belongs to the family of nightshade vegetables. So if you have nightshade allergies, then you need to be careful because if you consume capsaicin or any nightshade vegetable for that matter, you might end up having joint pain and might actually have an inflammatory reaction to consuming these nightshade um, foods. So be mindful of that. Okay, last thing before I let you go. um, These studies were not looking at hot sauces or, you know, processed ingredients that have capsaicin. Remember, these studies are looking at the active ingredient capsaicin as found in chili peppers. So all of this information that I shared may or may not be possible if you are getting your capsaicin from hot sauces or from processed salsa or things like that. Um, so my best advice would be to just get some fresh chili peppers, cut it up, make sure you have a lot of good fats in your meal. And then combining with that, given that you don't have any pre-existing health conditions that may worsen your gut or have, you know, reactions in the body with that spiciness that comes from capsaicin. Okay, so to recap this episode of Health Bites, remember capsaicin binds to receptors in the body and triggers signals in the brain, which then induces an anti-inflammatory reaction in the body. And when it comes to cancers, um, it essentially causes cell death. So it kills the cancer cells um, and does not allow them to thrive in the body. And that's how it can help prevent, treat, and even stop certain types of cancers, especially breast cancer. So I hope this episode of Health Bites was beneficial. Um, I hope you will come back. And if you have anything you want me to talk about, uh, please connect with me on my different social media platforms. Um, Thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I hope to talk with you soon. Have a nice night and have a great weekend.